Hi, I'm Lockie. Hi, I'm Christine. And I'm Anil. And this is The Open Source Show. Welcome back. I'm Lockie Evenson, a PM on the Cloud Native Compute team at Azure. Hi, I'm Christine Yen, one of the co-founders of Honeycomb. And I'm Anil Akhani. I run strategy at Honeycomb. Today, we're going to be talking everything observability. So we have two experts here today. Can you tell us a little bit about what observability is? Basically, observability is being able to ask questions about what your software is doing and get answers about what it's doing. So different from metrics or logging or monitoring, it's not just knowing whether or not something is up or down, it's being able to say, what is it doing right now? Oh, it's doing this over here for that person. In the last few years, observability has become really in uh, the forefront of everything. Why do you think this is? Everything is getting more complicated these days. Back in 2005, you could have one LAMP server doing a couple things. Um, if something went wrong, you go look, you go read the logs. Traffic was lower, you could read, you could read the logs with your eyeballs. Um, today, you've got, uh, instead of one or five or 10 app servers, you've got hundreds of containers um, thousands of Kubernetes pods, everything running in all, all these different ways to tease apart what might be going wrong, um, what might be misbehaving, um, and, and really being able to do what Anil said, answer these questions about your systems using the data that they output. Well, it's for anyone who both builds and runs their software. So this could be a software engineer, someone called a developer, someone called a DevOps engineer, a site reliability. Like the title doesn't really matter. What's important is, are you in some way responsible for this code running somewhere? And does it do something for somebody? And do you need to know what that is? You could be a product person. You could be in support. Some of our customers have their product managers very carefully watching performance. And so they use something like Honeycomb to tease apart, OK, well, I'm watching this one performance metric. Um, but let me filter out this endpoint that I know is slow. And let me look at this endpoint today and then uh, on this client platform. And they're able to pinpoint just what they're looking for that day and look for something entirely different the next day. And they don't have to predict ahead of time what sorts of metrics they might find interesting. They don't have to build these static dashboards. And they don't have to go request access to data, right? They don't have to go ask someone to create a metric for them or to write a query for them. The idea is that anyone who's responsible for software should be able to both create the data they need to understand what's going on and then ask the questions. And you introduced this term of observability-driven development. Can you tell me a little bit about what that is? Fundamentally, it's this idea that if you're going to write software or create something, you have some, you have some hypothesis about what it should be doing, right? So can you answer that question? Is it doing the thing I wanted to do for the person I wanted to do it for in the way it's supposed to do it, or isn't it? And then you, can I take that answer and have it influence the way I do development? Because things like testing shouldn't end at your machine or your testing environment or your staging environment or your CI/CD system. They should continue all the way through the actual usage of the software. Observability is all just about answering questions about your systems using data. One of the things I love about tying it to the development process, um, this phrase, is that people are really forced to think about, okay, when I'm, when I'm building something um, and I've, I've pushed it out, but it's behind a feature flag, you know, how can I use information about how it's behaving in production to decide whether to flip that flag, whether to make more changes? When you're writing software, there's all sorts of points that you can and should be using information about what it's doing in production uh, to inform your decision of um, what edge cases really matter. Hey, is this edge case maybe not an edge case? Um, there's all sorts of questions uh, that 
a lot of product managers tend to hypothesize about, um, that when in fact engineers or, or anyone can go find out what's normal, what's my normal latency, um, how many customers are actually experiencing this. And by making it more comfortable, more native to feed information about what's happening in production into the development process, it helps us write better code, ship more stable software, deploy faster, and deliver better experiences to their customers. Yeah. And this makes a, the point about it's not just for engineers or operators, right? A product manager needs to know, is the thing I pushed or promoted or launched actually being used in the way I expect it to be used? And if it's not, how can I change that? Or how should I you know, make different decisions about the features that I make? And this is, this is sort of an ideal outcome for us, right? It's, it's, you think about empowering one individual developer or person responsible for software, and that should expand to their entire organization, right? If, if we have both free access to produce data, but also access that data, and to ask questions, but also share the answers around, then a person from one team should be able to find something to solve for another team. One of our secret missions at Honeycomb is to democratize this power. Um, too often we have these engineering teams where there's one single you know, mm. repository of expertise um, and we want that to not be the case anymore. We want people to be able to go on vacation and people to be able to, um, be able to look things up themselves. Yeah. So um, you know, there are tons of tech conferences. The reason we put on Olicon is we're trying to build a community of practice, not of a specific role or not around a specific technology or a specific piece of software, right? So we're trying to get together people who want to be able to ask and answer questions in this way that we're talking about. Because observability is such a new concept, um, it's, not really a, it's not really a venue where you can go pick the ex observability experts and put them on stage and have them talk for a full day. Instead, we structured the day around a number of open space discussions. Um, and you, you just have these clusters of folks uh, form around a particular topic they're interested in, and you'd have the junior engineer from a s small engineering company on the East Coast talking to an engineering director from, in San Francisco all about how they use data, how they spread a culture of answering, answering these questions to drive their development, um, and kind of swapping techniques. And it was very cool, it made you feel like you were um, at the beginning of a movement. I wish yeah. I was there. So we have some scenes from, to share yeah. on video. I'm really trying to hammer that down the point that context really turns unknown unknowns where you don't know what you don't know um, into stuff where you're like, I kind of have an idea of what could go wrong. We have moved from understanding a system in some formal way to like running a system and doing stuff and seeing what happens. You better believe that the developers are held accountable for making sure that the, the applications are operable. I think if most of us stop and think, is our instrumentation good enough to find these kinds of opportunities everywhere we have them in our app? Most of us, if we're being honest with ourselves, would say no. That looks fantastic. The whole point is that if we can get a lot of people all over our space and in different regions talking about how to ask and answer questions in a way that's free for everyone so that we can all get together and break down some of these artificial silos we've made between teams and between how we think about getting data and answering questions. How is the best way for me to get connected? If I'm really into observability, what steps can I take to get started? Well, a great way to start is to look at the observability guide we have on our website, honeycomb.io, and from there you should find a lot of the resources. I look forward to being a part of that community and watching it grow.
Thanks for joining today. This is the Open Source Show. You can go for more information to opensource.microsoft.com and the links will be in the description. Thanks for joining.